Welcome to Ivy Knows Best, man. And, you know, I just want to say thank y'all. Once again, thank y'all for spending y'all time with me. And uh, today I'm just going, you know, it's time for some therapy. I just feel like I need to go ahead and be a little therapeutic, not only with myself, but with my situation. You know, kids are at home, they're homeschooled, doing their thing. Uh, you know, we got all this virus stuff going on. And, you know, I really just want to um, really just relay some of my thoughts, man. Like, like how how difficult, you know, life can become uh, for some people. You know, not me personally, but just for some people. Um, when locked down for a long period of time or when told you can't go somewhere, you can't do something. Um, you're starting to see a little bit, a little bit more of people. All right. And, um, one thing I was, uh, <clears throat> I promised one of my listeners and, uh, shout out to Tim Dixon out there in Austin, Texas, man. I promised him that, um, I was going to talk about a couple of things. You know what I mean? I promised I was going to go ahead and talk about something that's major. And I think one of the major things I want to talk about that I promised him was, you know, standard of beauty, you know, um, you know, for all, all the lady friends out there, as you're quarantining or maybe you're, you know, a first responder or whatever. Um, a part of my therapy on today um, is going to be just having this conversation with y'all. I want to tell y'all all that y'all beautiful. Okay. All right. If, if you ain't heard you're beautiful today, you're beautiful. Even those who might not necessarily be appealing to the eye, you're beautiful. All right. Um, one thing I think that really challenges us as people, and I'm going to say black people, because this is one thing I see a lot of um, with us. It's those, those uh, you know, those standards of beauty, you know, how they copy you. They copy your way of talking. They copy your way of looking, but they don't necessarily appreciate you as much as they should. OK, they appreciate parts of you. They appreciate parts of your culture. They appreciate parts of what makes you unique, but you don't get the respect that you deserve. So let me go ahead and give y'all the respect right now and give it up to y'all for being beautiful. Okay. Thank y'all so much for that. But, um, what I do find crazy though, is that we allow standard of beauty to determine what we view and see as beautiful. I think that's nuts. I I mean, I get it. Like beauty's in the eye of the beholder and everyone has a right to look at certain things a certain way. But, um, I've always said, you know, ladies, if, you know, I'm not a fan of the big eyelashes, those big old bat wing eyelashes and crazy amounts of extensions on weave. I, I'm not I'm not crazy on that to me personally. I just, just don't feel it. I don't like wigs either. I think that, you know, you're beautiful as you are. Who who told you you weren't beautiful? Like who <clears throat> who made who made that um, who made that adjustment for you? Right. Who looked at you in your eyes and told you that you weren't? beautiful and if they did tell you they, that you weren't beautiful look them right back in the eyes and say so i know somebody like that all right <laughs> i'm not i'm just just gonna keep it real. Hey, just look at it back hey oh well i know somebody who like it all right straight up we all ain't we're not going to be everybody's cup of tea but if you are somebody's drink of choice you should be happy all right maybe you're not tea maybe you're black coffee maybe you're not black coffee maybe you're your, uh, you know, vitamin infused water. I don't know. Whatever type of drink that you want to consider yourself, just know that you're beautiful to somebody and that person's opinion matters. You know, me personally, I always say this all the time. Hey, them big bad wing eyelashes don't do it for me. They don't. They just don't. I, th- I, I mean, I don't understand it. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know whose idea that was, 
who told these young ladies that was beautiful. I don't find it beautiful. But if you find a beautiful, do that. But for the most part, if you got a man or a significant other who's like, baby, I like you how you are. Respect that. Respect that. Let that be your move. You know, don't let somebody um, who ain't in your house tell you, uh, you know, how to be beautiful. Let the person that you live with, if you live with somebody or if you are with somebody, let them determine what, what your what your standard of beauty is. And honestly, ultimately, you determine what your standard of beauty is for yourself. But also, you know, like I said, not not discounting what I just said, definitely take into context or, or take into consideration the ideas of the person that you're with. So, you know, if you're with a significant other and that significant other comes to you and says, babe, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like the um, the tight clothes. You feel me? Or I don't like the... I don't like the the long the you know the the extensions. I'm not with all that. Let's just use that for example. I right, could respect that, or I don't like all the makeup. You know, respect that. You know, if he or she loves you for who you are, that you know that's, that's a big thing. So, go ahead and and wrap your arms around that, because I think that a lot of times we don't wrap our 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 minds around or our heads around. You know, what beauty really is. <clears throat> from the from the internal perspective i think we look at everybody else and if it looks cute on them we think it looks cute on us and i think we need to move away from that mind frame i mean i'm glad we all quarantined we're all inside now all right because now we can give ourselves some opportunity for those who are inside to go ahead and sit back and just think think about all these things like like make your mind as beautiful as you make your as you make your face you know what i mean dress up your your intelligence the same way you dress up your body your physical appearance, make your spiritual and your mental appearance match or surpass that of your physical, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. And I think that we need to focus heavily on doing that now, because I think that more now, more so now than ever, we are very impressionable as people. This is this isn't for the ladies, it's for everybody. We are very much so impressionable, you know, for the things we watch from the things you know we see from the things we copy i mean we we we're in a very we're in a copycat generation all right copycat generation i'm not going to knock people who do what they do but let's be honest here like you know the switch the flipping the switch challenge where where you know that that's copycat people are starting to get to the point where they getting bored you even got people out there right now licking toilet seats and doorknobs and trying to catch this whole coronavirus thing all because they're copies. They're the copycats, man. So, and I think that that's just an extension of us copying everything else, copying the cool, trying to fit in, trying to be like everybody else, man. Be like you. I tell my kids that all the time, man. Nobody's more interested than you. Nobody. So if you listening to me, if you listen to this at all, I just want to let you know, nobody's more interesting than you. Okay, there's only one you. Even if you got a twin. There's only one you, all right? There's something about you that means a lot to somebody, if not everybody, okay? There's not one thing in this world that is more unique than you, okay? And and you should never look at someone else to determine your uniqueness or your beauty or your standards, all right? That's just a little bit of, you know, a little train of thought that, you know, I've been thinking about while, while quarantined in this house. You know, you know, and another thing I kind of just kind of been, you know, really, um, really chilling on or really just kind of like thinking about is like 
how we treat people, right? And how people treat us. Like we, we, I tell my children this all the time and it's true. I'm, you are, I am, you are not, I am not responsible for no one else's child and you are not responsible for anyone else but yourself. Okay. And saying that to say this overall, man, you are responsible for yourself. Okay. We have to stop looking at everyone else as the reason why things didn't happen or, or, or the reason why we aren't where we, where we supposed to be or whatnot. Okay. All right. I've been given, um, I've been given a, a lot of blessings in life, right. That I don't think that I deserve, but then also there's some things I realize I work for, you know, both good and bad. And I think that that's a, I think that's a, um, that's a major key to kind of keeping myself grounded and keeping me out the way, you know, but, um, I've come to learn that the more I focus on what someone else can do for me, I'm doing less for myself. You know what I mean? Like the more I look to external sources for internal answers, then I'm incorrect. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's a lot of that going on. Like, just, I mean, with me personally, there's a lot of me. I look at so many things outwardly, but I ha- you know, I've come to understand they're not the answers for the for the inward things. So, for if, if you have anxiety, if you have depression, right? I, I get that having someone to talk to is major, but I do personally believe that inward inwardly your fight is what makes you strong your fight is what makes you what heals you you know what i mean like that that's what helps you continue on your ability to continue on right and the one thing about pain is pain tells you that you're alive whether it's emotional pain or physical it lets you know that hey i'm alive still it's your body's response to knowing that you're alive all right and i think that you know, a lot of our internal responses and, and and things of the sort need to come from within as far as the answers for those issues come from within. There's a lot of things that we have, issues that we have that we create on our own. Like, that's just reality. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very honest with myself. You know, I think that a lot of what we have going on is about us. You know, and it's from us and the answers are within us. All right. So when we go out here and we start looking at people for answers. OK, and I'm not, and if and if you are, you know, a Christian or Muslim or whatever you may be and you believe in a higher power, that's good. All right. It, you know, I'm a Christian myself, follower of Christ. That's what I believe myself to be. And, you know, that's just me. But if you aren't, if you are some other type of type of uh, whatever and, and you you know, some other type of religion or or belief system, then, you know, it's good to rely on that to rely on that source. But the thing becomes at the end of the day, you have to self search at some point, at some point in there, you have to look inwardly. You have to. And I, and I encourage everybody, man, while we all locked down doing all this and people can't go to the clubs and, and can't meet up at bars or can go to, can't hang out with your friends, man, get with a group of people that you trust, you know, if you are practicing uh, uh, social distancing, 
social distancing, find some people that you trust and kick it with them. And and, and when I mean kick it, you don't got to, you know, do nothing too crazy. I mean, you ain't got to throw no barbecue or no party. I mean, you're going to have a drink with a friend, have a conversation, do that, you know. But make sure that whatever you're taking from that person, you can add to your inward self. You know what I mean? Like, well, even a phone call. You can call somebody on the phone. Hey, hey, man, how you doing? Hey, da, 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 da. I'm bouncing, bouncing my ideas. My therapy is talking to y'all. And then I end up getting, you know, responses and stuff like that. And it makes me realize that there's so many people who um, who go through some of the same things I go through. And there's some people who go through things that I don't go through. But I realize that internally, you know, I can internalize the information I get from those people and I can add to, you know, my arsenal. So whenever I get to those those thought patterns that are negative or or or, you know, not believing in myself or or, you know, not not thinking that I'm worthy or 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 worth it, I can take what I got from those people and I can add them together. You know, it's kind of, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, like as a fighter, if I could take pieces of a fighter, whether it be like mixed martial arts, boxing, whatever it may be, and I can get a little bit of John Jones and I can get, you know, a little bit of Floyd and Floyd Mayweather and a little bit of Muhammad Ali. And if I can get, you know, some Dan Henderson in here and if I can grab me some Kane, you know, some Kane Velasquez and let me go ahead and get a piece of this here, uh, BJ Penn or whatever. And I can and I can make the perfect fighter. You know, that's the way I look at my, you know, my mental mental capacity. So when I talk to y'all and I have these conversations and y'all respond to me or y'all reach out to me or whatever the case is, man, I think that beyond everything else, I equip myself with the good stuff. Now, I filter out. Make sure you're a filter, people. All right. Don't just take whatever somebody give you and then and then go with that. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Don't be the person that 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 allows somebody to talk to you and, you know, any kind of way. And then and if they have if they do have a message, you internalize the BS. Know, know how to, to filter and sift through the things that you need and take it and add it to, you know, your 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 understanding. And then, you know, the parts that you like, take that and help and, and help yourself with it. You know, we're here for each other. Ultimately, as people, we're here for each other. You know, whether we want to believe it or not in a good or a bad way, you know, there's so much to be learned, <clears throat> you know. So, you know, I was speaking to my father the other day and and, you know, we had a long conversation, even though it was you know, about the kids and stuff like that. But the thing about it is my battery, I felt recharged. My battery felt recharged because like speaking to my father gave me so much information, you know, gave me so much strength. To where I'm like, man, all right, the, the guy, this is the guy that raised me and took time with me and did all these things. And now we're having this conversation and this conversation that we're having is bigger than life to me because I'm taking a part of what he's telling me and I'm adding it to myself. And I'm adding it to who I am and I'm adding, it, you know, and I'm adding these, these little pieces because there's things you don't understand as a kid. So I, mean, I always encourage people, if you do have, you know, a big brother or, or father or, you know, father figure or somebody close to you and you got time to soak up that game, soak it up because there's a lot about, you know, those who came before us that we don't necessarily understand, but we do get a lot of value out of it. And you can add so much more to your life by listening to those who came before you. So, 
um, I really found a lot of perspective, you know, for for my inward man, for myself, for my mind. When I'm sitting here, you know, having this conversation with my dad and my dad's like, hey, well, son, you know, this is that and that is this and this is how you do that. And this this is why this is that. And it just reaffirmed like my, my man, my mental battery just was like low at this point because like uh, the only thing I was thinking about at the time was, all right, man, you got this quarantine thing going on. What I'm gonna do with my kids? I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do this. Then you know my kids start acting up, or or you know you know or you know I need this, or or, or you know you know whatever the case is. But then like I missed all that. I speak to my father, man. It just recharged my batteries and really helped me to kind of open up my eyes to another thing. So I think that we should really do that. Do a lot more of that especially in this quote-unquote social distancing. Yeah, you can't be next to somebody, but you can definitely call somebody. We all got, you know, if you got FaceTime or, or you know, I don't know if people still Skype or whatever it is, or Facebook Messenger or whatever it is, you can contact the people you love and, and really recharge their batteries and recharge your batteries. You know, if you got a grandparent or or a great aunt or, or, or an aunt or anybody or an uncle or whoever, you have somebody or a grandfather, you have someone you can go ahead and speak to. Talk to them, recharge your batteries, man, because there's so much, so much inside of everybody that I feel can um, better us all, you know. So uh, that, that's the point of that's the point of communication. That's why this is such a, a powerful tool and people really do take that for granted. You know, we take we take for granted, you know, having the answers inside and and having people to help build us so that kind of like our immune systems, we can get stronger, you know, and you don't need everybody's opinion either. So just know that too. Not everybody don't go out here and talk to 19, 20 people and only five of them are positive influences and everybody else is just negative or, or, or BSs or you just shoot, shooting, the, uh, shooting the breeze with them, you know? So, but, you know, also it's, it's, it's just, you know, I think, I think a lot of what we got going on now, I think we have a lot of we're going to see a lot more dependency going around here, man, but not dependency because there's healthy dependency. I think there's a healthy dependency and then there's a negative dependency. All right. I think there's positive and negative to almost everything. Right. Right. I, we're, we're not going to go and we're not going to say toxic because I, I, you know, I detest the word because people just overuse it. and It loses its value, you know, so positive and negative is what, is what I'm talking about here, you know. I think there's a positive dependency, all right? And that that's the type of dependency where you are bettered by something, right? Negative dependency is where it's taking away or devaluing you as a person, all right? All right, so if you have an alcohol dependency, we all know what alcohol does to the body. We know what it does to the brain. We know what it does to the liver, right? So that's kind of, that's that's more so of a negative dependency, as a negative dependency. All right. So we're not talking about that. But if you are doing if you are drinking alcohol and you are getting a little, you know, whatever, whatever your vibrated state may be as far as, you know, feeling good or whatever the case is, you do that. That's fine if you indulge in that. But if you have a dependency on it, it's a little different. It means you wake up to it and that's all you can do. And that's all you can think about is waking up to that bottle and you can't go to sleep without having this much to drink. Or you can't go to sleep without having these many pills. It's like that's that. Those are like negative dependencies, and I think it's good to be dependent on certain things. Like me personally, like I'm I I am dependent on socializing and getting out my thoughts. 
So I found a way to turn that or to have that be positive. So write it down. Do a podcast. Call a friend. Call a parent. Call a sibling. You know, get your thoughts out. Have these conversations with people. You know, you don't have to have a negative um, a negative uh, influence or gravitational pull to something, you know. So the dependency on that for me means that I need to do things in a positive way that are going to help me get my thoughts out because my mind runs a thousand miles a minute. OK, like just for me to put together an episode of Ivy Knows Best, which, by the way, I appreciate you all for listening to. All right. It, it takes me hours of conversation with myself because that's my process. It's how I process things, you know. So, I mean, I, I do find it I do find it um, sometimes difficult, but I understand that turning my dependency into a positive dependency was the key to me being able to actually effectively get on this microphone and talk to you to, to, you know, edit something, put it together and put it out like that. That's all, that's all a part of my process, you know? So everyone has to, if you do have a dependency, because I think as humans, we all have vices and dependencies, but make sure your dependency is a positive one and not a negative one. You know, like, like if you, if you, if you're a person that's, that's a clean person, right? Yes, you could be a knee freak. That's fine. That's good. Actually, I think that that that's something that I'm learning to be. I'm learning to be more of a neat freak. All right. I see something. I, I pick it up. Or, or if my kids, because if you have kids out there, you know, for a fact, you just stepped on that Lego. You didn't tripped on that baby on that, on that on that dollhouse. You know, you, you didn't fell over, you know, slipped on that ball. You didn't done something right that that that'd make you go man what in the world's going on it, so you know pick it up you know it's it's really a it, it's supposed to calling your child to do it you could do it too you know so i think that's a part of my process though but i do think that having a dependency is not necessarily negative as long as your dependency right doesn't roll over into uh something that that really harms you because, you know, to be dependent on something means you need to live, right? So there's nothing wrong with being dependent on water, being dependent on healthy foods and healthy choices. But there is a problem with being dependent on negative foods or bad foods or fried foods or fast food. If, you know, if you're addicted to McDonald's, that's a problem. That's a dependency you probably want to get away from unless you're choosing from the, the, the salad menu, which I think um, it, when it comes down to dependency, I think that a lot of these companies have really changed how they do business, man. Think about it. The healthier foods are so much more expensive. It's trying to create a negative dependency, right? On the $1 McDouble. That's crazy. How how like how was how was a salad, right? 5 $6 at McDonald's, but a McDouble is a dollar. You know, $1 sweet tea, but your water's probably $3 cuz it's bottled. You know, it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how this works. It's ridiculous how it works. And the crazy part is now. Now I'm glad we're talking about this portion of it. If you look at what's around, what's open right now, right here where I live at down here in Texas, you know everything's closing at eight nine o'clock. Sometimes you know nothing stays open later than ten, right? 
So if you have a dependency on something such as food and you got a late night craving, well, you're not about to head down to your nearest Arby's because that's not going to be open too late. But, you know, it's open longer than, say, a Chipotle or a Subway. You know, it's open and it's more frequently visited because, hey, if I'm McDonald's, I can feed people. Double, you know, double, double cheeseburgers and and large fries and all that stuff for a cheaper, you know, for a cheaper go. And I'm open later, right? So I mean, it's just it's crazy how how those businesses are open, you know, to create that negative dependency. You know, we don't we don't have a really healthy option open for a long period of time, and I don't understand why. But I do understand that we have power over that. And we don't have to choose those options, you know. We don't have to. And I'm not trying to, you know, come out here and, and tell y'all how to live y'all lives or do whatever. But, you know, it's just, you know, train of thought. You know, this is my therapy, okay, people? <laughs> all right? So once again, thank you for listening to me because this is therapeutic for me. This has all been on my mind since I've been, you know, between sitting here helping my kids, you know, finishing you know, finishing up my own stuff and, and putting together my dreams and, and work and all this other stuff and, just things that go through my mind from time to time. I just don't understand why we have that. Like why why we have that type we don't have the same reinforcements or attempts to get you into positive things. You know, positive things are so much more positive uh dependencies are so much more expensive. You know, like like hey, I want like if you want to go to you can't even go to a gym right now to keep your health up. But running outside is free. Calisthenics is free. If, you know, if you got a home gym, that's free. But if you really wanted to go out and, 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 and you know, lift weights and, and really focus in, you can't do that right now. That's just not happening. The ability for you to go and and sit at a bar is often more appealing. Right. But now they've taken that away. So now the socialness and that's gone. So now your dependency is meant to make you lonely. Put you in, you know, which there's nothing wrong with being lonely, but it pushes you towards should I rather rather I should rather say that it pushes you towards a negative excuse me a negative dependency you know of of loneliness or drinking alone or getting drunk at home or whatever the case may be now if you are a person who does need the social interactions you know that's negative for you but if you're a person who needs to be at the house because you know you like to drink and drive or you know make a couple mistakes here and there then maybe being drunk at the house is what's best for you you know, it's 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 a multiple faceted way of looking at it, but you know, it's just crazy how we have how we have that. You know, and just a little conversation I had to have with myself the other day. I'm just sitting back. I'm like, man, like I really want to go do something. Well, what is there to do, Eric? Well, you know, you haven't ran outside in a while, so you know, I started. I picked up running, so now I'm running everywhere now. You know, took my kids outside to go run. It was like 90 degrees out here in Texas yesterday. You know, took my kids outside. We ran, you know, for a little bit you know, enjoyed fresh air, you know, even though they're talking about, you know, pushing and curfews and stuff like that, we got out before that, had a good time, you know, so uh, just really, really helped me think about, you know, am I really positively dependent on things like the gym or things like, you know, food or fast food, whatever the case is, or whatever my, whatever my vices may be, I just had to make sure that my dependencies are good dependencies. Because there's some things we just can't help as human beings. 
All right. There's some things in life that we just can't live without. And that's just something we have to understand. But we do have a choice to be dependent on positive things as opposed to negative things. You know, 